Hello, and welcome to Make It Clear, a conversational podcast about all things related to water and wastewater. I'm your host, Angela Bounds, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Rapp. In each episode, we'll tackle a relevant topic with facts and expert opinions and make things clear. Hello, and thanks for joining us again. Today, you get Sean and I, and we're going to be talking about industry acronyms. Hi, Sean. Hello. This one's going to be fun, I think. (laughs) I think so. So not only are we in a niche market, but in some cases, the market has created its own vocabulary. I guess maybe that's really common. And yeah, I think a lot of industries do that, or it's it's common in a lot of different industries. So the more immersed you are in that industry, the more those terms are second nature, and they just kind of fly off your tongue, right? Without but even thinking time, about them, <laughs> without even thinking about them, and then I think it hits us, right? Because Sean and I mm-hmm. have both been in this industry for two decades or more. Mm-hmm. I may have a few more than two, (laughs) but that's neither here nor there. So it's just part of our vernacular at this point, right? It's just part of the language that we speak. But every time we hire someone new in or are having conversations with people that are not immersed in the the industry, you'll get the, what? What does that mean? Right. So we're going to go over some of the terms today. I know we kind of forget that we know them so well, (laughs) but I know we get that a lot in webinars too, when I'm running webinars and the presenter will say something that's an acronym for the industry. And so I think this will go a long way in helping to alleviate some of those questions. Right. So... We are going to run through a list of acronyms. We're going to start with the chemistry side of it. This is not a chemistry lesson. This is simply a definition so that you know what those letters in that acronym stand for. And then should you need to know the chemistry behind it, feel free to Google it. That's right. Or give us a call. (laughs) (laughs) Or give us a call. We we, well, not me. I'm not a chemist. Not, but. I, was, I was just thinking, not Sean and I. <laughs> Call 800-348-9843, and they will be happy to discuss these things with you. That's right. All right. So let's run through the terms. So the first term is BOD. You'll hear that a lot in the webinars. You'll hear it mm-hmm. a lot in trainings. You'll hear it a lot in the industry. BOD stands for biochemical oxygen demand. Mm-hmm. Sometimes right? it, you'll see it written with a C in front of it. Right. So it just depends on who's doing it. It all means the same thing. Yep. And ish. Ish. Yeah. I guess that's fair. And it is. So all of these chemical terms that we're going to give you, chemistry terms that we're going to give you, are constituents in wastewater. So they're measures to determine how well you're treating your wastewater, what is present in your wastewater, things of that nature. They're usually things that you test for in a lab. All right. The second term 
is COD, which is chemical oxygen demand. Third term, DO. You'll hear people talk about DO all the time. You're like, DO? What? What is that? Right. <laughs> Dissolved oxygen. Right. And I think a lot of those, those first three actually deal a lot with specifically the oxygen in your wastewater Correct. and what's required by the bugs in your wastewater to process that waste out of the water. Mm-hmm. So yep. then they deal with a test. A lot of times in regulations, you'll see it written that you have to hit a certain limit for BOD or COD, which is a little rarer than the BOD mm-hmm. limit. But mm-hmm. that's what they're asking for is they're asking for what the dissolved oxygen level is in the wastewater in order to meet that limit or to size the system mm-hmm. for a specific waste strength, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or determine if there's not enough. Right too much, et cetera. Right. All right. Next term, TSS. It's usually said very fast. TSS. What's your TSS? Yeah. And you usually hear it in conjunction <laughs> with BOD. You do. They're, yeah. BOD and TSS are probably the two most con- commonly tested for constituents. Yeah. TSS is total suspended solids. Not to be confused with TDS, which is total dissolved solids. Mm-hmm. Or technical data sheet in our right. world. <laughs> Whichever one you're dealing with. We love acronyms. <laughs> All right. Next term is FOG, or sometimes people call it fog. Mm-hmm. Right? What's your fog? It's your FOG. Fats, oils, and greases. Right. So they can do a test. They can determine how much, how many milligrams per liter there are of your fats, oils, and greases. The next terms have to do with nitrogen. So so nitrogen is often tested. You'll see something just called TN, which is total nitrogen. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that will be broken out in NO3, NO2. And NH3. So they'll test for ammonia, which is your NH3, your nitrate and your nitrite, which are your NO2 and your NO3. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then sometimes they'll test for what's called TKN, which is total Keldahl nitrogen. Okay. Nitrogen is the same thing. And they're not the same thing. Nitrogen is a whole beast unto itself. <laughs> so, if you need that explained. And it's interesting because that is typically the third component that a lot of jurisdictions are concerned about, or some jurisdictions right. are concerned about. Right. Most of them will concern themselves mostly with TSS and BOD. Mm-hmm. But if you live in a what they call a nitrogen-sensitive area, like on, on the bay or near a lake or a river, someplace where nitrogen is an element of concern for the environment and for the receiving waters, you're going to be limited on your total nitrogen or the nitrogen you can send out. So that's why you're going to see N, TN, and TKN on a lot of regulations and so on for places Mm -hmm. that require that. Yep. All right. Let's, Let's move into industry terms. These are the ones that are more fun. (laughs) (laughs) the ones that 
that we use all the time. Right. All right. So the first industry term, the, because they are often confused even by us. Right. Sometimes are MBR and MBBR. So an MBR is a membrane bioreactor. An MBBR is a moving bed bioreactor. Reactor, yeah. Yes. I know it is confusing. It's also a mouthful. Right. <laughs> All right. Next yes. terms step, steg, and LOS or loss. So step is septic tank effluent pumping. Steg is septic tank effluent gravity. And LOS or loss, some people call it a loss system. Some people will just say LOS, is a liquid-only sewer. All of these things are basically your decentralized sewer system. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of whether you're pumping or gravitating out of your the tank at your house and a liquid only sewer is that entire system all put together. Right. The entire collection system. It's sort of the umbrella term. Mm-hmm. Because most of the liquid or most of the solids are retained at the house. Correct. Yeah. So. All right, Sean, you want to take I and I? Sure. You bet. And I know we've covered this in a previous podcast episode. So. For a really in-depth look at that, you might want to check that out. But INI is inflow and infiltration. Yeah. And that usually happens in big pipe sewer where the connections are not watertight. And so you get mm -hmm. groundwater moving into the system or effluent moving out of the system. Mm -hmm. And it causes problems downstream, yeah. of course. So We always say that you have to be really careful. The whole reason we do what we do is to prevent INI. Exactly. So, all right, ISF and RSF. Anybody in the audience know what these are? <laughs> That'd be really fun. So an ISF, an intermittent sand filter, and an RSF is a recirculating sand filter. They are not used as much in today's day and age, but they are still technologies that you will see out there. Mm -hmm. If you're looking at plans, or you're talking to a community, they may use the term EDU, which stands for Equivalent Dwelling Unit. So how many EDUs are you going to have in the community? Well, we'll have 10 EDUs, 20 EDUs, 1,000 EDUs. It's the mm -hmm. number of estimated homes right. in a community. It's kind of like, if you think of it like the average household size, you know, in, in the census, they tell you the average household size is two adults and 1.5 children or something like right. that. So that's what an EDU would be like if you have an equivalent of, say, the average for your community is going to be two adults and two children, and an EDU would consist of four people. And if you have, say, a thousand people in your community, then you would divide that by the, four, by the number four, and then you would have the number of EDUs for that community. Mm-hmm. All right. The next industry term is ATU. This is an aerobic treatment unit, not to be confused with an anaerobic. Right. 
I've heard people, some people refer to it as an advanced treatment unit, but traditionally, and I Sometimes. think more correctly, it's going to be an aerobic treatment unit. It's kind of interesting because I think that that is one of those acronyms that is actually making a shift in some pockets of the it industry. Very well could be, yes. Where it's changing to advanced treatment unit as opposed to aerobic treatment unit, which is mm. what it stood for for a very long time. Right. And then you have aerobic systems and anaerobic systems. Mm. that both fall into that advanced treatment system category. That makes more sense. All right, next terms. Gallons per day, or GPD. You'll hear it in a variety of terms when they're talking about how much wastewater is going through a system. You'll hear it GPD, gallons per mm -hmm. day. You'll hear GPM sometimes in reference to your pumps. Right. And how much your pump can put out, that's your gallons per minute. And sometimes in other countries, you'll hear LPM, which is liters yep. per minute. That's for our friends in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Those of you outside the U.S. All right. And our last term is WWTP. And you'll actually see this. This acronym is pretty prevalent. I see it frequently. Mm -hmm. It just stands for wastewater treatment plant. So you see that in a lot of places, decentralized and centralized sewers right. talk about their wastewater treatment plants. So where they treat the wastewater. Mm -hmm. All right. Can you think of any other terms? Not off the top of my head. And this list that we gave you is by no means exhaustive. It's just... no. <laughs> It's scratching I mean, the surface. A lot of them. Yeah, there are a lot of them out there. These just happen to be probably the most common ones that you will see or hear or run into. Yeah. We but, have lists uh, and lists of terms for people in training. Because right. especially as if you've ever dealt with Orenco products, you know that we use acronyms for naming conventions mm -hmm. a lot. So you've got your PVUs. Right. AX. You know, FLAs. you've got FLAs, RLAs, you've got all kinds of acronyms. Just yeah, those are just for those of you that don't know, a, a PVU is a pump vault unit. An AX mm -hmm. is an Advantex treatment unit ranging in mm -hmm. sizes. That's where you have to put the letters after it to determine which one you're right. talking about. Exactly. The FLA is the fiberglass lid adapter. Right. And then RLA is risers, lids, and accessories. Mm -hmm. So we talk yeah, about RLA. It's also RLAs. used for riser lid adapter. Yep. That yep. was for the old PRT or the old. Right. PRTA or riser RFTA. styles. Yeah. Yeah. The old riser <laughs> styles we used to, we used to do. Yeah. So. yeah. so we have lots of acronyms. If you ever need help with them, again, you can call the 800 number and anybody there would be able to help you. You bet. Yep. And again, that number is 800-348-9843. So feel free right. to call with questions. Anytime you run across one of those acronyms, we'd be more than happy to help you out. So, Yep. Or any other questions, they're there to help. Yep. All right. Well, Sean, thanks for being here as always. And thanks to you guys for listening. You bet. We want to thank you again for joining us today. 
Before you go, don't forget to subscribe where you listen to podcasts so you're notified when new episodes are posted. Also, you can leave your comments or suggestions through the contact link on our website, www.arenco.com. Until next time, have a great day.